Hockey season is coming up, and that means new merch over at ourdragonsmerch.com. Get the latest designs and some of our fun new souvenirs ahead of what's sure to be a great 22-23 hockey season. Celebrate another season of River Dragons hockey coming up by getting a new look to wear on game days, or surprise the big-time sports fan in your life with a new keepsake that will make them a River Dragons fan for life. Order online right now at ourdragonsmerch.com. That's the letter R, dragonsmerch.com. We'll see you at the rink in November. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Two Minutes Roughing. Of course, I'm your host, Minor League Rando, joined by the one, the only. Hello, I'm the Prospector with Sunburn. Wow, that's that's very nice. You 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 <laughs> pasty awesome. you pasty man. That's exactly I, what you, you are. Yes, I, I yeah, I'm very white. I don't tan. I just burn. There we go. Just like a true marshmallow. <laughs> yep. Oh. Uh, mm. Imagine not, imagine not being able to tan. That can't be me. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into some hockey. Uh, Mark, we have some exciting news because guess what? A team <laughs> is officially happening after games, them saying it's going to happen, and then lease negotiations. Then looks like there might be a chance it doesn't happen. Then, then you know, things happen back quiet. and forth. Quiet for a very long time. Yes. Which, okay, let's just say it. Baton Rouge, finally, yes, freaking finally, they announced a three-year lease with the arena, and I'm going to be real blunt. I'm happy, but y'all need still should have done better with communicating with fans over this over the time period. At least keep the fans engaged. Yeah, that that's definitely something uh, criticizable because the because the whole time that didn't help concerns that did not help concerns at all mm-hmm. yeah and they're looking for a new broadcaster again yeah which again you know uh john congratulations for john going into macon uh, i know he'll do a good job there so uh yeah. hand claps for them for him there uh but you know it's just I, i'm excited again it's uh according to the van rudgemeyer market i know you have a bone to pick with this comment but it's the it's, it was the only city for a while not to ha- that was so big and they did not have a professional sports franchise. Uh, now they have pro hockey coming in. Excited yeah. for the, excited for the city. Excited to see what happens. I saw a lot yeah, of I have an issue with that because I don't think it's true. Uh, well, you are. I'm I, I'm actually kind of shocked. Uh, we we kind of I think everyone believes the the real city is Honolulu because I, uh, look no as a city and a market it is bigger than Mount Rouge. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have a protein, so it's technically correct. I mean, but the, here's the thing, though. You would, I don't know. It's always weird because Hawaii, you know, that's like, besides no, Alaska, no, that's no. like the, the weirdest U.S. And state, the thing is, though, so. the thing is, though, the Alaska Aces still have ACHL records. Yeah. So that's that's going to be my little, like, mm, I don't trust, I don't believe that because I don't think that should be an issue. And I don't think it would be an issue forever either. Mm. Yeah. But still, it's, it's, it's cool to see a, um, uh, you know, something coming through, yeah. and here we are. You know, it's yeah. Baton Rouge. It's, it's finally going through. And there's the now question is, the question is now, uh, what crazy name do college students came up come up with? Because uh, guess what they're doing? Yep, a name to team contest. Let's go. All right, I'm. And there's gonna, my, be a, and there's gonna be a vote. So yes. what they're doing? They're doing a name team contest. Going to select some names that they like, and then they're going to put it to a vote. Mm-hmm. So, no. all right. I do like that. I do actually like that. 
All right, over under. Uh, let's all right. Let's let's do some odds here. Over under fifty percent. A name that somehow sneaks by them includes a sexual innuendo. Look, I, as much as I would love another look, no, that's if Macon ever joins the FPHL. That's if Macon <laughs> joins ever the FPHL, because that then we could go for miles there. The Bat Ruse, you very could just call them the Red Sticks. That'd be funny. Just call them Red oh. Stick Red Sticks. Okay, so okay, now I follow me over over under fifty percent a a a team name for for the vote sneaks by and it has a sexual window. Come on. I'll take the under. I'll take the under. All right. Over under 40%. There is there is some kind of alcoholic reference in the name. I'll still do the under. Mm. That one mm-hmm. that one's I had to think about a little bit more. That, that one, I... All right. And then over under 30%. It's basically the LSU Tigers, but not the LSU Tigers. You know, I'll put the over there. <laughs> I'll put All the right. You're <laughs> taking the over. Okay. Uh, but overall, still excited. Again, name the teams are always a fun disaster to watch. I will be sure to include some fun names I mean, in there. You know what, though? You know what? The Riverman name came from a named a team contest. Right, but like that was the seventies. Like that one's that was 80s. Like, oh, is right? Wow, I, I feel kind of old now. <laughs> anyway, That's 40, yeah, yeah, well, over forty years ago is mid eighties. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's let's uh, let's move on now. Okay. Um, let's about the Fed because, uh, again, the, the Fed's a little different. They still have one more week of regular season, unlike the SPHLs entering the playoffs. And actually, right now, as so we're recording this late at night because stuff. Yes. We're literally recording this the night before the SPHL playoffs start. And currently, as we're recording, it's right now 2 nothing Elmira. And if Elmira wins this game, that's a big game for them to win. We'll talk about that more later. However, yes. however, however, let's look at the top of the Continental. Wait, that isn't Columbus. Um, that is a team that is very mean. <laughs> that has okay. a has a very outspoken fan base, and that that I, 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 I you were you were eating so much crow, dude. I'm not eating it. Yes, you are. No, oh, you were eating it. You were having a big old. You were having the biggest helping of it at the dinner table, my friend. Well, Carolina. If you were actually going to make me eat crow, you would actually get that shirt up on the minor minor uh, pro. Hero work, he's working on it. He's working on it. Uh, but Carolina, after losing in, regu- in losing in a shootout on Friday, but then Saturday, being beating Columbus in Columbus, three to one, have taken over the top of the continental. With two games left, and those two games are are between the same two teams, and one game's going to be in Carolina, and one game's going to be in Columbus. Uh, Friday's game is in yeah. Friday's game is in Carolina, Winston Salem. If Carolina wins that game in regulation, they swipe the 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 Continental Crown away from Columbus, who everyone thought for a long time that was going to be the winner, but if Carolina wins in regulation on Friday at home. They take they clinch the number one seed. Mm. I uh, that remember a few weeks. Remember I've said the last couple months, especially objects in the rear view in the in the mirror are closer than they appear, 
and Carolina just collided with Columbus. Columbus slowed down too much, and Carolina and Carolina rear-ended them. Yeah. It, it, Why it, did you fail me, Scott? Scott, you had a team put together. They still have a shot. They I could I could have had some dignity with the with Carolina in second. They still have a shot. I blame you, Scott. It's only a one point lead. It's only a one point lead right now, and there's still two games left to play. So I mean, mm. so they're like anything can happen. Both of these teams can still take the division crown. It, but just Columbus is the one that's now on the ropes. But if they can hold off Carolina from taking the visit crowd on Friday, then they go back to Columbus on Saturday. Winner, and that would probably be winner take all, I imagine. Like, I, I, I am. I guess I'll eat my I'll eat a little bit of crow here. I, I am very surprised with what Carolina has done. Uh, I do not agree that they should have uh, swept the uh, awards like they did. Yeah, that and that they... look. I, I wasn't going to talk about the awards, but man, there's some even some bad. Very bad. It it looked a little weird. It looked a little weird. It looked right. really weird. Look, I know that there's under the table uh, deals in the Fed. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. So don't get mad at me. Um, but that looked like an under the table deal. <laughs> Because here's the part that really gets to me, the rookie stuff. And, you know, I'm going to shout out our main man, uh, uh, freaking Matt, his boy, uh, Jake Raleigh of Mississippi. Where was he on the rookie team? Where? Where was he? He deserves to be up on that team. Like, I don't know how he he's not. Like, he has to be yeah. one of the top rookies this year. Has to be. Like, he has yeah. put up on a Mississippi team. Like, he is 24 goals, 31 assists, 55 points in 51 games. How is he yeah, not on the rookie team? Like, uh, again, <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Oh, I need sleep after this. Um, but yeah, uh, I, it, the awards were very interesting. I would make some changes if I was a part of the uh, com- the the team next year that was a part of creating this yeah. list. Uh, but Columbus, we've kind of talked about them already. Interesting kind of position where they are. Again, only one point behind from Carolina. So something kind of watch there. Yeah. Motor City, um, um weird scenario. Um, Motor City, what the heck? I know you're in Mississippi, but you kind of got trounced, my dude. You kind of got trounced, my dudes. You, the combined score of those two games in Mississippi was thirteen to six in Mississippi's favor. What happened? Y'all were hot as heck. Don't get cold on us now. Because right now, Port Huron could still swipe your number three spot. I guess who you're playing at home next weekend, the same team who just trounced you for two games. Now, this time it'll be in Fraser. 
But still, like you got got to do something. Because right now, y'all looking real bad, real bad against a team that's not even in the playoffs. Mm. That's it, it's just like you know, kind of one of those things where you're you're, you're like, mm. it's you don't want to be cold going in. Yeah, and that's one thing I'm very interested to see. Think no, luckily they have a weekend where they can fix up things. But it looks like right now they're going to be playing Columbus, which that's that's an I mean, interesting situation. I, it's hard to even say. It's hard to say who they're playing because I mean Carolina and Columbus are just one point different. There's still two games against both against each other. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm not even saying who they're playing yet because it's a crapshoot right now. Yeah, that, that that's fair. So something we kind of have to watch. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, and, and then you're on winning the games yeah. that they need to right now. Yeah, that's um, big. I I feel like. If if Columbus kind of squeaks by Carolina and and does like if they let's say like they win but it's not like dominant wins, I if Port Huron kind of keeps up this winning, uh, because they do play Danbury, so that's yeah. a potential cooling factor. But again, it is at home at least. It is at home. Yes, it is at home. If if Port Huron can at least win a couple like one of the one of those games against Danbury, and you have a Columbus team that just like. Just scraped by against Carolina to get first place in the Continental. That's a that could be a potential big boost report here on. Yeah. Imagine a semifinals where both of the Michigan teams are playing each other. God, but see, I also think about the two. Think about Carolina and Columbus in the semis though too. Yeah. Oh. So I just want to give a little. So we'll talk about these teams here shortly. Uh, I'm just. I just have the uh, game on in the background. Uh, so now, Mississippi. I know you're out of the playoffs, but you know what? You're playing spoiler right now. And you know what? I like it. I respect it. Because, mm. like, Mississippi, like, yeah, they're out of the playoffs. But you know what? They just beat Motor City two games. And they're giving Motor City a little bit of that collar tug. A little bit, making them sweat a little. So, Jake Raleigh, Mississippi, kind of went ham on them this weekend. It was kind of kind of crazy. It, it got rough and wild, though, between those two teams. Like, I, did you see any of that game? Yeah, a little bit. It was it was very uh, intriguing, <laughs> to say at least. Like, it, that whole weekend was like, what the heck? It yeah. made Carolina and Columbus look kind of tame. It did. Oh, that's surprising. You did. They did a great job in doing that. Mm. <laughs> like, how the heck do you make Carolina and Columbus look tame? Yeah. Well, well let's go ahead and also talk about Danbury. Congrats! It's, like, I I know they've had it for a little bit now, but Danbury yeah. being the top of the entire league, officially, mm-hmm. like they'll have first, they'll have home ice advantage for the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, like that's if if and they are currently in the middle of a six game winning streak, and they're nine. Yeah, they're the hottest team right now. They, it's kind of scary. Like this, this, this has to be the year for Danbury, right? This is the best shot, best yeah. shot. Because especially since if Carolina and Columbus play each other at all in the playoffs, they're gonna beat each other up. They're yeah. going to beat each other up because Danbury's Danbury, getting, the, the Danbury's Danbury getting cupcake. Danbury's getting Cupcake and Elmira. 
They're getting, and then possibly um, they'll, they'll have a little trouble against. Spain, don't so. say Elmira. It's not. It's still possible they get Watertown. That's true. Uh, but yeah, Danbury. All I'm gonna say with Danbury, don't let off the gas. Do not underestimate your opponent, no matter who it is, for a second. The moment you do, you will be rabbit stew. Mm. I look. That's something as a top team. I feel like teams forget sometimes, and you know, I think I have some experience in talking about that. Don't let off the gas. Don't underestimate your opponent just because of the spot you're in, and mm. kick them down. Because yeah. the moment you underestimate them, they're gonna sneak up on you. They're going to. Because what was it? Because uh, Elmira gave them fits this weekend. I want to point that out. This past weekend, Elmira did give them fits. It was four to three. Debra went on Friday, and eight to five on Saturday. Hmm. So like, it's sure there were wins, but they do kind of. There's still some concerning things there. Like, Amira's still able to keep up with them in a lot of ways. Make them sweat. And that's exactly what Danbury needs to be careful of. Yeah, that, that's something where you kind of have to really kind of watch, and that's going to be an intriguing. Um, but now then you also have Binghamton. Binghamton, they're just in that spot. They're just waiting to see who their opponent is. They're well, Danbury's the hot, though, too. They yeah, four-game winning streak. Yeah, four game wins, six, seven, two, and one. I mean, and they pl- I mean, they kind of picked on Delaware to be fair this weekend. Yeah. Although Delaware did keep it close for a while in those games, which they typically do. To be fair. Yeah, they it typically is. do. Like it's uh, that that whole thing is still wild to me. But Bandon gained some easy wins. Uh, and they're going to be playing Elmira this weekend in a home and home. So, yeah. uh, Elmira is going to be playing is going to be playing hard though, because they. But here's the scenario though: if Elmira does get that third seed, well, they won't have to go far. Yeah, that that that's 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 kind of like mm, for Watertown. I'm kind of like well for Elmira, I, I guess you should say because you you want to kind of. Because that could possibly really help if you're trying to bring in fans to Binghamton. Yeah, because that that's kind of well, a luckily, like playoff strategy. Three of those, like Watertown's not far, Danbury's not far. They'll probably travel too. Like it's yeah. It's I mean, there's like a, there's, a, there's like there's like, a couple network. hours difference between the two. I know, but still, a couple hours ain't that much either, though. Yeah, that, that, that is true. All right, like but well, Binghamton and Elmira, though, if they do play each other, like that's just across the way. Mm, like is. that's not that's super close. They're pathetically close to each other yeah well let's go ahead and look at the SPHL well, we got, playoffs well, yeah so before we do that though i want to just check one thing here okay so let's oh my god what the heck wait what it was just two nothing on my right it's now tied oh wow with less than a minute left holy jeebus uh and it's like four on four right now, too. Oh, what the heck's going on here? Uh, interesting <laughs> things are afoot, it seems. Yeah. And I like to point out if, if Watertown does win, 
Oh god, hold on here. Actually, now before we go, like I think yeah, if they if they win it all, uh, they clinch the third slot spot. Um, spot. So actually, wait. No, if they get no, they're six points ahead. Yeah, no, they're about to clinch the third spot. Oh wow, they're about to clinch the third spot. They're about to clinch three, two, one. Yeah. That's regulation. So Watertown, while we're recording life, has clinched that third spot. So Elmira yeah, because, is officially uh, stuck in fourth. Because now with two games remaining, they're going to be, they're going to have 54 points. Uh, hold on. Actually, no, hold on. I think they still do have to win. I think they mm. do still have to win because 54, 49. Yeah, they, yeah, they still would have to win. Mm. So not quite yet. But so I am wrong on that, so I do apologize. No. But I'm gonna keep that on in the background while we do. Well, well first off, uh, Delaware. I just want to say that uh, Delaware. Eh. Uh, okay, now we can advance. SP time. So and we can advance to playoff predictions. Yes. So let's start off with the first series. Peoria, number one seed, takes on Pensacola, number All right, eight so, seed. Be- so before we talk about that, though. Before actually no, before we get ahead of ourselves. So last weekend, Peoria played Pensacola, mm-hmm. and what ended up being a preview. Right. And Peoria took care of business, won both games four to one against so, Pensacola. So would you like to hear how many games I have? Uh, one team winning in. Sure. I have the Rivermen winning in two. Okay. See, I do have. I don't have. So I didn't put down games on mine, but I do have the Rivermen going past the Ice Flyers in this one. Mm. Uh, but I think, here's the thing. I'm not sure if we're gonna win in Pensacola because game one is in Pensacola, so that's kind of like. Mm. But I think once it's here, I think the Rivermen will take care of business, no matter yeah, what. So. so. Not too hard to worry about. Birmingham. All right. Okay, I think. I think this is this is a fairly easy series to predict. I'm going Bulls in three. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm actually gonna say the same thing because Fayetteville's been a little bit hot lately. Eight and two, they actually have the best last ten record. Right. So they they're getting hot at the right time, which we've seen last year with Roanoke. That's sometimes all you need. So that is a little bit of thing that Birmingham needs to look out for. I know they've been hot as well, but Fayetteville is gonna try real hard. To spoil the bowl season, yeah, they, they're I, playing I, hot. So, and I'll, I'll go and I'll add on this. I think Fayetteville wins game one. Ooh, I think I think I think, I think I think I think Birmingham's going to come back from behind. Ooh, okay, okay, mm, yeah. All right, Huntsville, uh, number three seed. Knoxville, number six seed. I'm taking I'm taking my havoc in two. I'm taking Knoxville in three. Hmm. Yeah, here's the re- okay. Here's my reasoning: goaltending, Huntsville. Oh, Max- no way! Back to my little slander is happening right now. He has not been himself since he's came back to Huntsville. He has not been his dominant self, and you know that. Playoffs are a different beast, though. And I know that, but and hold on, hold on. The, You're forgetting one here's b- the big factor. You're forgetting one big factor. They're going to be playing at the Iceplex, which is the most up close environment you can have. But here's my here's the thing though. So here's two things: the combined gold 
So the two goalies for Huntsville right now, their combined record is 11-7-2. That's not great. It's all right, but it's not great. Knoxville, a lot of those players played for Watertown last year. They know how to win a cup. They have that pedigree. They know what it takes. You know? Okay, you want to hear my response? It's the Iceplex, baby. That is, that All is I'm saying is response. that's I look. I'm just saying that Knoxville, Huntsville has not been playing the greatest hockey either lately. You know they're technically like if we're taking out over like right now. I'm going to take away overtime losses because I'm just going to make them regular losses because in the playoffs that's all that matters. Once again, would you like to hear my official journalistic they are five, analysis they're, response? They're like a 500 team in the last ten. They need they they are absolutely on upset watch. They are absolutely on upset watch. Once again, the I, the Huntsville Iceplex is absolutely one of the most like claustrophobic environment. Mark, Mark, hold on. We're, we are to, you. You you have numbers. I have experience. I I have viewed this team many times play in the Iceplex. The Iceplex is one thousand people yelling at you, jeering on you, jeering at you. Excuse me. They are attempting to throw beer on you. They are heckling you. I, I have taken part in many games where I we I, I have been a part of groups right next to the away bench, just absolutely saying horrendous things to players. I am very. And I, <laughs> you do realize the team you are playing, right? Knoxville, the team who has who has terrorized teams with the pen, like with fighting and everything, the physicality. Here's the problem. They're gonna you, feed you, off of that, my dude. They are gonna feed it, off of that. Um, I, I I've seen Knoxville play in the Iceplex, and here's my response. Uh, I have seen grown men scared team. in the penalty box when they have, a they have other grown men knocking against the glass who are very drunk and just absolutely like just harassing them. Here's the thing: so this is a very different Knoxville team, and that's and this is a very different Huntsville team. Mm. Huntsville, like I said, Huntsville has not been playing great right now. They have not been. Once again, uh, uh, I, I'm Ratio, saying uh, Glenn, this is uh, Beck's. Uh, excuse me, Glenn's. Uh, final, final, like uh, playoffs. Uh, so get owned. Oh, you know, I wanted to actually mention this. Alec Hagman, who took a Kevin Swider record, by the way, he did take a Kevin Swider record. Speaking of ice, of the Ice Bears, he took the plus minus career record. Mm. He there's only two players who have a plus one hundred or higher, and that's Swider and Hagman, and they're both like closer to two hundred than a hundred, but Hagman got two like plus two higher. Mm, interesting and then finally the last series uh, of these playoffs Roanoke versus Evansville this was the toughest mm, no this was not tough for me. for me this was not tough for me and you, and I'm going to explain why I have Roanoke in three same because same. here's the thing I had Evansville winning the series before Gorsuch got called up correct Gorsuch the fact they don't have Gorsuch changes the entire complexion of Evansville. He would have been their reason. They could have actually made the freaking finals of him and that. Like yeah. he took the call up and he's not he's not gonna be on the team. That is horrible, especially against a Roanoke team who's gonna have one of the top golden tenors of Rotobus Rotobus in net. So yeah. I'm gonna be real honest. Ro yeah, there's gonna you know I'm gonna say this. I'm saying in three, but I would not be surprised if it's Roanoke in two either. 
I, I got to agree with you that those again, Evansville, it feels like that some really bad call ups at the wrong time for them. I, I think that really hurts them. And I think that's unfortunately going to kind of be kind of their Achilles heel. Uh, I got to so, go dogs in three. So, so in the second round, I have Peoria versus Knoxville and Birmingham versus Roanoke. Hmm. Yes. Peoria versus uh, so, I have Peoria in three. All right. So for the, for the, I guess the first one, uh, I have Peoria versus. Make sure I get the uh, seating correct. Uh, yes, I have uh, Peoria versus Roanoke, and I will take uh, the uh, one good old fashioned Peoria over Roanoke. Hmm. And then uh, what's the other series that you have? So for me, I have Birmingham versus Ro- I have Birmingham versus Roanoke. Hmm. And I have Birmingham in three. Hmm. Interesting. I then have the a good old-fashioned hate rivalry. Birmingham versus Huntsville. I have Huntsville in three. That's such a bad pick, dude. Such a bad pick. Such Once a again, bad pick. no. Yes, it is. Birmingham has, has made Huntsville their bitch lately. No, I'm they haven't. Re- yes, they have. No, oh, they yes, they have. Oh, and oh, shut up, Mark. Yes, they have. As of late, yes, they have. And mm-hmm. Birmingham is coming into this way hotter than Huntsville is. Playoffs Birmingham- are different. Playoffs are different. That's what I'm saying. So, my finals. Peoria versus Birmingham. So... Okay. Okay, I'm going to play off of this like it's a best of five. Bulls and four. Ooh, that's an interesting choice. Bulls and Birmingham. Birmingham has been the hottest team. Peoria got very lucky by the skin of their teeth that they are in first. Birmingham, to me, has just been the stronger team as of the last couple months. And that, to me, is a big factor in sort of choosing them to win at all. They have a strong tandem. They have a strong core in every way, and they have a hungry core too. They have not won a cup, and they've been close before. And and I'm sure they are hungry, just like Peoria was last year. So uh, that's, right, why thinking, that's why I'm thinking Birmingham's going to take this in four. Well, uh, here's the thing. Uh, once again, ratio, uh, numbers boy, uh, I'm taking Huntsville in three over Peoria. I think Huntsville is going to win a cup there again, and Huntsville is going to enjoy one final ride with. See, you're just going off of biases. You're so going. No, off of I'm biases. going off of. I'm going off the underdog story now. I'm taking the underdog. That's not underdog. That's Huntsville just beat. No, that's not underdog. Underdog no, would be Huntsville faces adversity. In my prediction, they they they, they do sweep uh, again Knoxville in two, they beat Birmingham in three, and then they beat Peoria in three. I'm not being biased. If I was biased, I would have them sweep. That's still Birmingham. No, okay. Are you saying it's going to be a best of three then in the finals? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. See, I was going off of a best of five. Right, but but again, I predict because it'll be Peoria versus. Uh, Huntsville again. Both teams will like for three because of the travel. No, but here, no, that didn't happen with Roanoke last year. That's true. That's that's all right. Then if we're going with five, I'm going to say Huntsville in four or five. I can't pick a number because you know, Bert. I just think Birmingham is just a stronger team. 
just in general, I think they are the best team right now. I just, oh. I really, I, like, I've had, how about this? Before the seeding was fully set, I had already had the Bulls as my pick for like the last week or two. Here's here's the issue, though. I think Huntsville is going to play out, and I think people are not ready for that part. Right now, they have not shown me that they can play out. That's the thing. They have not shown me that they can play out. Yeah. Because eh, you know what? No, I'm going to say this. What is their record against Peoria and Birmingham combined this year? Um, I believe uh, they barely uh, beat they Birmingham. Period sweat punch. I, okay, yeah, but that's regular season. That was like what? Like that was January now. Still though, and Birmingham, they were Birmingham definitely got the better of Huntsville, especially late late in the season. That's how Birmingham got ahead as they did. Once again, Mark, I feel like you were looking at the regular season and applying to the playoffs. When yes, the, that can apply. Well, they, but at the same time, Mark, 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 the playoffs Birmingham are a brand Huntsville new season essentially. But you're dis- but here's the thing. I understand disconnecting, but you're disconnecting too much. No, I'm not. I think I'm, dis- yes, I'm, dis- I think I'm disconnecting. Absolutely, enough. you are. I am. Look, Mark. I am taking what I think is going right now possibly the best team that has something with it that they have a reason to go out there and play their best during these playoffs. I, I think with the Peoria oh, team, you, you do have a really okay, good no. team. With Birmingham, Birmingham, you have a Huntsville, very good team. With Roanoke, Birmingham, you have a very good team. Birmingham Huntsville just played what three weeks ago. In a home and home, and Birmingham took both games. Right again, uh, all teams have terrible weekends. Bur- Huntsville's had have had a really rough just last couple months. Huntsville has not been that great. Okay, who cares? But what I'm saying is, unless they figured something out real fucking fast, they aren't winning. Uh, once They're- again, uh, no, I-, I think Huntsville. I mean, we, we, I mean, again, Roanoke, Roanoke last year. Do you think we did, did we ever predict Roanoke would end up in the finals? Hold on here. Actually, no, hold on. I want to see something here. Oh, you know, oh, there we go. When I pull when I grab an example, Actually, oh, no, look, wait at, a second look at their now. look at their uh look at Roanoke's like record going into the playoffs. Like they weren't bad. Like last year, they weren't bad. No, they 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 they, they, they were pretty bad. Like they barely I mean, one one. I mean it wasn't horrible. They didn't have the worst ones. Oddly enough, Peoria did actually. Oddly enough. Yeah, but I, 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 I think we're just completely disagree on this because I feel like I think Huntsville is Huntsville's always been a more of a playoff built team. I mean, I think we've seen that especially with these past but few years. So Knoxville, okay. Knoxville has a lot of pedigree on that team too. Just and real recently too. That's the thing that I'm kind of okay, like. The FBHL is once again not the SBHL. But the thing is, though, they have played their and they've been a dark horse for me all season. They really have been. The only mm. reason they're like, I really think that I don't think Knoxville didn't exactly have a great ending of their season. Also, no, they didn't. And, you know, I will say that. But I think, Hunt, but you know what? I'm going to go back to something I said earlier. I think Huntsville is going to underestimate Knoxville. They're gonna. I completely up. disagree because once again, I'm going to say location is important. But you know, is no, 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 no. They're going to underestimate them because of that location. They're going to think, "Oh, no. we're in the Iceplex. We're going to win." We're, we're no, gonna, absolutely not. That that is absolutely not a factor with a Glenza Tulio team. I that that's you know, that is no, heresy saying that. something like that. I don't trust that. I don't trust that. Mm. 
I, I think I think we're at a great agree to disagree point because I feel like we're we are completely on opposite sides when it comes to this argument. So But here's I here's the thing. I'm sure people are gonna be surprised I didn't pick Peoria to win the cup either. But like I said, I think Birmingham's just been the stronger team as of late. And I'm gonna be real honestly, Peoria's made some odd moves last week or so. They got the biggest one that really kind of made kind of ticked me off. Really gonna be real honest. They got rid of Ben Assad. Why? That dude was like a massive part of our penalty kill unit. Especially since we don't have Graplick either. That's two of our main power penalty kill guys gone. And they were excellent, excellent players. And right now we don't have Wilkie. He's on the IR because somebody in Roanoke decided to give him a little knee. Hmm. We might get Godbout back this weekend. We might, which would be a huge help. Um, But Roadrunner kind of struggled. A lot of our top, like, a lot of our good, good depth pieces, like not even depth, like good middle players are out right now. And Wilkie, hmm. like, he's like a top defenseman in the entire league. Like, that's it. Rivermar are kind of hurting right now. So, that's been something that I've been keeping in mind, too. I almost had Knoxville beating Peoria because of that. Okay. I, I almost chose Knoxville in the second round over Peoria because there's just we're dealing with some injuries right now that, sure, maybe we could beat Pensacola, but once you get to the tougher teams, I'm not sure. There's a lot of recent additions that I'm not sure how they're gelling. Mm. So I don't know. I wanted to I wanted to explain that too. All right. Uh, well, still, uh, you know. All right. Well, that's also, just uh, it. Also, that's before it. we before we end, I just want to say, in the arms of an angel, looking at oh, Quad no. City Macon. Yeah. Have fun on the golf courses. Yeah, that's uh, interesting to see what happens the next few months oh, when it comes to those. Also, teams. before we end, QC. yes, uh, it looks so right now. Watertown and Elmira are in the shootout. Mm. I I kind of want to just hold off just a quick moment just to uh, see what happens here. I'm well, not, I guess I, we can mention uh, congratulations to Peoria for uh, getting one more lease. It's a one-year lease. Yeah, we, we so no, it's so it's a one-year. It's technically a one-year lease, but then there's a team option for a second year. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like maybe maybe this is just me, the outsider kind of look, but that just screams kind of. I don't know. The arena is looking for an exit. No, but here's the thing: the team option, like that's a team option. So the team decides. Okay. Know. Okay, I didn't know that part. All right. Yeah, yeah, and correct. And and plus next year, uh, so next summer is when they're supposed to get the ice plant put in. So mm. I think that's why. Mm. Man. Still, and here's the thing. The Civic Center probably doesn't want city council on their complete, you know, on their ass about it. <laughs> you're going, I mean. You're going uh, to take care of it. They're going to have to take care of it. I mean, they basically, like, from my understanding, they basically threw in the jobs, right? Probably. I wouldn't be shocked. I'm not I'm not going to confirm or deny that, but I wouldn't be shocked either. Mm. Got because, it. I mean, they you were talking. love local politics. Well, uh, it's called the reason they even got this extra money is because of us. Yeah. So I mean that they better do this or else you know. Yeah. 
All right, who's winning Come the shootout on. so far? I don't even think there's been a goal uh, from what I've seen so far. I'm not sure if there was a goal uh, beforehand. The goaltenders no. are just being like, okay, now we're going to do our funny thing. Harley White net for Elmira, by the way. Big mm. Marlboro Hero guy. Yeah. Uh, okay, Elmira's coming in. Oh? Yeah. Uh, shoots. Uh, save. Good uh. luck. <sighs> shootout, sir, thing. I, I can't. I'm yes. waiting for a Fed game to go past. Like I'm waiting for a Fed game to go stupid long. I, I don't. The, the, the Fed games have been like kind of surprisingly like always decently paced. Like they never feel like they go over like like either like if it's a long game they're usually entertaining. Oh, games, so Watertown. Oh, they score. Not, yeah, they scored, but I don't think that's the end of it. But I'm guessing Elmira has one more shot. That's yeah. what I'm gonna guess. So if I'm gonna guess this goal is gonna this shot is no they're playing wild. No oh, wild. That's big. All right. We Coming might see in. a brawl if he d- doesn't make it. Save. All right. Okay, that's not the end though. I don't oh. think that's the end. Oh no, it is the end. All right. Watertown has clinched the number three seed. Elmira, so it will be Danbury versus Elmira. Binghamton versus Watertown. Man, interesting to see. Well, that's been it for this week's episode of Two Minutes of Roughing. I'm, of course, been your host, the Meyer League Rando, joined by the one, the only. I am the Prospector, and you can find me on Twitter at, at Prospector Hockey. That's Prospector 8CKY. And, of course, I've been the Meyer League Rando. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at Meyer League Rando. Not too hard to find. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the playoff hockey. Enjoy the pre-playoff hockey. I'm, of course, uh, I, I will be indulging in some USFL football. I'm so excited. Like, I, I have been, like, I have been circling the 15th for a while. Like, I am, I've reached a point where I'm like, yes, freedom. And also, you know, I'm going to say this. For people who have hockey TV for, like, SBHL stuff, mm-hmm. check out Flow. Check out the ECHL Kelly Cup playoffs. Oh, the Kelly Cup playoffs are so fun too. Uh, like that's starting. That's probably starting next week, I imagine. So yeah, like this is the last weekend for them too for the regular season. So check out Kelly Cup playoffs. It's really good stuff. Really good. All right. Well, that's in it. Uh, we'll see you guys around next week. And oh, for, until then, have yep, fun. We'll be doing the first round aftermath for the SBHL and also the playoff preview for the Fed. All right. Can't wait to talk about how Huntsville wins. I don't know if I'll be eating crow on that one now that I just say it. Hey, uh, dude, if you end up eating crow, oh, you're going to eat so much crow. Uh, all right, I'm in any recording now. Goodbye. <laughs>